Hey, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio, Sunday edition. Now, thanks to everybody who's been listening to the podcast, um, if you haven't listened to the, um, Interviews with Monster Girls episode, um, I encourage you to go listen to it, because, spoiler alert, Monster Girls are just disabled people, and as you well know, I am disabled, and I... I'm always very interested in talking about Monster Girl Media for that reason. It's always fucking fascinating to me. Um, but I, what I want to do today is talk about a very current news story. Because I, I, got, I got a text message from my friend and um, co-host on, from my longtime friend, best friend and co-host on the Uncanny Courage podcast, just like, hey, should I be buying stock right now? And that's because of the obvious insane madness that happened and is happening still with um, the GameStop, with, with the GameStop, GameStop on the stock market where a subreddit has just basically, like, wholly owned, like, wholly pwned a, um, hedge fund, because, um, basically, basically, hedge funds thought, um, basically, it's a reverse big short scenario, which is, um, if you haven't seen the big short, the big short is about how, uh, a hedge fund got ultra-rich off of, the housing bubble bursting, and, um, that's because they did what's called shorted the, the, the entire housing market, which means that they bet against the housing market making money, and when you do that, when you do that, you're saying, hey, I'm betting that this is not gonna go well, and for it for like for as for a company, GameStop is kind of has been kind of perpetually doomed for years now. But th- there are people who really like GameStop, and GameStop is uh, GameStop is the last vestige of a dying breed of, like, video game stores. There used to be a, a video game store called Funko Land where you could go and set with, with all used video game stuff, not just video games, but, like, consoles and all this other stuff. And, you know, there used to be Toys R Us, there used to be EB Game, there used to be EB Games, there used to be, um, all kinds, there used to be all kinds of stores for buying, for buying video games, and now GameStop kind of sits alone, and the reason why it sits alone is they basically turn themselves into, like, a nerd shit store with video games attached to it, and in addition to that, the reason why most people hate hate GameStop is they are really customer hostile, 
especially for a comfort for a physical store that will buy back your video game. Like you can take your entire last console generation collection in and they will be like, um, oh, I don't know, forty bucks. And when about a year ago you you when no less than when less than a year ago all this stuff was worth some many times hundreds of dollars. So it just kinda sucks. But now that I have that out of the way, um I I mentioned to Lauren in passing that there was a anime that basically explained the stock market to people. And she was like, Really? I'm like, Yeah, really. It's called See the Possibility of Um Money and of Money and Control. And I did an episode on this anime in the in the podcast feed. You can go check it out and whatever you think listen to me right now. But I, that kind of, like, that kind of struck me as interesting because I'm like, there's more than one show that explains, that really encapsulates what's happening here. C is, C is, C is a way of understanding the stock market end. And the stock market end is, mostly interesting if you're interested in finance shit because finance shit is just psychological money horse shit basically and but also the thing about C that's interesting is it um it gets at a real honest truth about like the just the concept of the stock market is really a vaguely fucked concept. And Japan as a country and culture, and actually the, um, the East Asia as a country and culture has a very has a much more honest relationship with money and with wealth and with, like, the opinion of wealthy people than, um, than America does and a lot of places do. And they see it with a totally different scope than we do. And a lot of that has to do actually with the way their, um, syntax and language works. Because in English and in lots of different um, languages, there is, um, we have tenses, which means um, present tense, past tense, future tense. In um, Japanese, there is no, there is no, I will, I did, or I, ha- or I have kind of thing. It's all c- contextual, and you gather it from context. Um... And you figure it out from context. So they just... That leads to a much different... Relationship with money on a base level. Because money is all about saving, spending, and... Losing, basically. In most people's heads. 
But then I started thinking about, like, what other shows pertain to this weird-ass thing. Because it is a... This is the result of a collective of people basically all pulling the same the same levers at the at basically the exact same time and fucking with a system in a way that nobody's that nobody's encountered before because we haven't had the circumstances where this was where this was not only possible but um beneficial in any way to enough people that would just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with the stock market today. <laughs> um and I started thinking about ghosts in the shell. Because the thing the thing that ghosts in the shell and the thing that good sci fi that good um cyberpunk specifically specifically ghosts in the shell do does is that it doesn't assume it doesn't assume exactly what will happen in the future, but it assumes the situations and the concepts that will be true in the future. So if you look at um if you look at Ghost in the Shell standalone standalone complex season two, that is all about a you know um collective of individuals just merging together onto a server to achieve some ultimate end that really has not a whole lot to do with like necessarily doing anything criminal it's just a bunch of people finding their place and a bunch of people doing something together that has an effect on the world um and if you look at uh the standalone complex movies solid solid state society that is a similar that's a similar thing with a much more sinister fucked up um result and it struck me that if you start like taking the pieces of things like ghost in the shell pieces of see the possibility of money and control you can start to see how easily something like this can happen um so i i've said this for years but if you go watch um a show called escride you see kind of a version of the of um New Orleans at after Hurricane Katrina when it was cuz if you so if you weren't around for Hurricane Katrina um New Orleans was so fucked up that it was lawless for a period of time <laughs> and it was it was a convo- and it looked a lot like the um universe looks in when you come when you're introduced to the world of Escride. And not with like super powered people running around, but there were like gangsters in like the in, in like the on the outer edges of the city, on the suburbs, and everything was 
really specifically fucked up in the way that it gets fucked up in Escride. And, like, I said that to people, and they were like, you you can't be serious. I'm like, go, go freaking read about that show. And a couple of my friends did, and they're like, oh my god. This is one-to-one in some cases. I'm like, yeah, it is. And the the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because the the um phrase "art imitates life" is really true, and what that means is you can. There's forms of entertainment you can go to if you want to understand certain things. So, there's tons of writing and tons of podcasts you can read and listen to right now about um, the GameStop shenanigans on the stock market. But what none of that does really is it doesn't do a great job of showing the stock market's potential effect on the world. So, um, and it doesn't, it doesn't, um, so one of the things that's going to happen as a result of this GameStop, of these GameStop shenanigans, is the, is the United States government is going to have hearings on the stock market, because in, because in, um, in that show C, it, it makes it pretty clear from the second go that the concept of the stock market is pretty toxic and pretty dangerous. And a whole lot of people who make a whole lot of money who think they know what they're doing probably don't. Because they, at some point, all of the, like, people who are making tons of money on the stock market, at some point they have more money than sense. And the system, the system doesn't have any morality built into it. So what that ultimately means is, the thing about GameStop that we all forget is that it, it employs actual humans. And yes, they are like, yes, they are consumer hostile. Yes, they are a shitty company. But the, uh, people still work for that shitty company. And because it's a retail business, people work for that shitty company in a real, tangible, I get a paycheck every week from this way. And that one fucking awful cashier guy from the games off in a mall by me from, like, I want to say, like, years ago now, because I was buying Okami, um, aside, this guy was a real shitbag, I was, I was buying Okami because for a long period of time, I just didn't buy new games, because I didn't have a new game console, and I did, uh, a current-gen game console, and I was like, I don't, I'm not, 
gonna pay full price for PS2 games, but there are PS2 games I want to play and I'm I'm interested in. So if I see them on sale, I'll pick them up. So I picked up a copy of um, Okami because it's a really interesting, fun, creative game. Um, for a sale for like ten bucks or something, and the um cashier at that GameStop was just, was just standing there and there was a another guy standing there and he um this guy this guy had some sort of developmental this guy was all, this other guy was on the spectrum and he was a cup customer and he had a printout of all the new game releases and it was very clear that this this was this guy's world and the GameStop employee just a, a human shit pile to this to this poor guy, and then like I put Okami down and he like saw the box and he like tried to chat me up. He's like, "Yeah, this is a cool." I'm like, "Dude, you would just a shit bag to this guy who all he wants to." Like, he asked you for a very simple thing. I know you have behind that counter. I am not going to play nice with you because you clearly can't just be a human being to another human being. Go fuck yourself. Now, is it GameStop GameStop policy to be a shitbag to, you know, uh, special needs people who their thing is video games? No. That's not the company's fault. That's that guy. On the same on the same point, you know, say what you will about the Think Geek like tumor that grows on the bottom of every day that grows on every GameStop currently. But that but that Think Geek area A allowed them to employ more people. B allowed them to employ a different kind of person that's not just a video game person. And I can, with a GameStop employee, have a very hilarious conversation about G Gundam just on, like, a Friday night. (laughs) And it, like, that ends up being a fun, weird, hilarious story I have from a time I went to go see... I forget what movie I went to go see. I was going to see an anime movie. And, um, I... Got into a weird conversation about fucking G Gundam in a in a GameStop in a Think Geek, because just life is weird and cool, and the thing that we all forget, but the thing that you forget is like both of those people are both employed by this company that is constantly failing, constantly, you know constantly just in perpetual trouble financially. And every second they can keep their doors open is a second that they can employ those people, good and bad. And see the possibility of money money and control makes it very clear that, like, all these publicly traded companies all employ people and the and the um what's it called the 
the best word for it. I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. The future of those people is on the line every time, like, a stock, like, goes up or down in a very real way. And the ghost in the shell element is really more a conversation about how... It, in a very real way, human beings can af- uh, human beings' actions on the internet can affect the real world, and the consequence and the real consequences to that. So the real consequences of uh, stock being shorted by a hedge fund that had never met a single employee of a GameStop uh, is that people will lose their jobs if like if if what they want ultimately comes to pass people will lose their jobs and but if um but if say what they want doesn't come to pass you know a, a 16 year old gets to keep his job for another year you know that that 20 that like guy that I've had that Gundam conversation with gets to I'm not worried about the shitty cashier. He figured out a way to get fired, I'm sure. Um, because people like that usually don't stay in the service economy well long because someone figured out, like, oh, you're a piece of shit. You shouldn't you shouldn't talk to humans. Goodbye. Um, but that that dude who I had a conversation an honest to God conversation about G Gundam, he gets to keep his job. He gets to keep a job that he has in Midtown New York and helps him pay his fucking rent on time. And that's a that's a great reason to, you know, prop up a shitty company is like just somebody gets to live their lives and continue to make money in this fucked up universe. And it, that's why people are totally like, you know, gaga over this story is because one of the few times when the rich didn't win when like somebody figured out a way to game the system in the favor of just normal people and that's ultimately what um happens in the end of the um of c but the other thing about c the thing that almost happens in c is the last truth about the stock market, the thing that no one's really saying about the fi- about the global financial system that f- keeps fucking us over because it has no has no limiters and it has no concept it, ha- it has no concept of humanity <laughs> is that that system never goes away and and more than that, that system is built take in new people really well. So, let's say that you are part of the GameStop, the, like, Wall Street Bets GameStop crew, and you make, I don't know, and, and you make thousands of dollars. You make thousands, you make, like, you ultimately make yourself a new millionaire. There are people, what are you going to do with your money? Like, Congratulations, you're a new millionaire. You struck you struck pay dirt. You fucked over the rich and you got yours. 
now that you've got yours, what are you going to do with that money? It, it, you could stuff it under a mattress and you'd be a weirdo, but you probably won't. More than likely, what will happen is those same people who you took the money from will be like, hey, we'll take care of that for you. We'll take really good care of you. Come on over. Make an appointment. We'll help your money make you more money. And then all of a sudden, those same people who said fuck the rich, eat the rich, are now the rich. Maybe not the ultra-rich, but they are they are close. They're much closer than they were. And, and the thing I like about C is what C is doing is saying, we got to figure out a different fucking way. We and ultimately see C's conclusion is like the people who have all this fucking money need to start letting go of some of it willingly. Because the process of of taking that money from people is just too is too potentially destructive to everything. So, people with a huge amount of money need to be willing to just, like, let go of some of it. Or else it will destroy us all. And I I found that a really interesting prescription to the problem of the markets keep fucking everything up. Because as much as we want to believe, and GameStop is a perfect example of it. As much as we want to believe that, like, the free markets are the best, they really aren't. Because the thing about free markets and the thing about markets without regulation is they they are so immoral that they can be manipulated really easily. And the, 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 the market manipulation of, of, like a, of, like, a million people on Reddit is not what we should what we should be concerned about. This market manipulation shit what's happening with GameStop and AMC theaters and stuff is it is actually a correction of what's been happening for years, decades, all this stuff. You know it, the last one I want the last thing I want to talk about the AMC because this is a really interesting entertainment based thing that just happened. AMC theaters were not doing great before the pandemic, and that was what Movie Pass was a proof of. And if you don't know about Movie Pass, basically Movie Pass was a subscription service for going to the movies that uh come that a bunch of Silicon Valley guys came up with and it failed hard because they didn't have a way to buy bulk movie tickets without at a high enough discount to make a good margin. And what ended up happening is they ended up running out of money constantly until they went out of business because people want to go to the movies, but going to the movies can be like, 80 bucks if you do it right. Uh, it, it is a kind of luxury that it just shouldn't be. Like, you shouldn't have to pay 
Going out to dinner and a movie can, with a date can easily be a $100 night. Just easily. That's not a thing that people want to do, especially when they're like teenagers going out on their first date. And it sucks. As a result, once the pandemic happened and AMC theaters had to close all over the world, all over the country, they really started to backslide. And their stock took a huge dip, and they have tons of debt. The thing with GameStop is, at this point, a shell game. But the thing with AMC, while it's similar in every way, is different in quite a crucial one. They were able to pay off all their debts, which means there'll be a movie theater chain there for us, hopefully, when we get out of this whole nightmare and we can go back to the movies. And hopefully they won't be in so leveraged with debt that it'll cost, you know, $24 for a large popcorn. And it... That's another real-world consequence of this fucked-up weirdness with the stock market. And it... For one thing, a publicly traded company that employs real people, every time you go to a movie theater, you're, like, interacting with real humans. Constantly. And it... It's not... Oftentimes, I use anime as a lens to understand the world because it is entertainment being produced in rea- in the real world and about the world. And it has real opinions about stuff. That's part of the reason why I started um, the the Sunday the Sunday show. And um, this is where I'm going to leave it, because we're right about 30 minutes in. Um, but if you like this podcast, you can subscribe to it and whatever you're using to listen to me right now. New episodes come out every third day, which is a general talk about a specific show review. And Sunday, which is a metatextual, you know, current events, um, conceptual show like this. And, um, so if you like either of those, subscribe and you'll get both. Um, but until next Thursday, I have been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition, and I'll talk to you then.